0: hello gore fiends and horror hounds this is brett from dimension z greg's here hey greg (laughs) you you don't know how good of a mood i am in brett Oh, the fucking! I fucking hate this movie.
1: This is incredible, and I'm having the time of my life already. I was having the time of my life watching it, and I'm so happy we both love it. We're gonna have a good time here.
0: Oh yeah, I mean it's a fucking Friday the Thirteenth movie, so yeah. What do you do?
1: This is our first Friday the Thirteenth episode. Like it's actually on a Friday the Thirteenth. You're gonna roll in with that energy.
0: Well, I mean, Jason X is better than this movie. Fucking yeah, never but we can do that on a Friday the Thirteenth.
1: We didn't, we didn't consider, like, oh, we actually might last, so we didn't have those on actual Friday the 13th.
0: No, but yeah, we're doing fucking Friday the 13th, Part 8, Jason Takes Vancouver, I mean, fuck, sorry, Manhattan, uh, this week.
1: Yes, we are, and what a movie it is. Um, so, what do you
0: think? Uh, well, I mean, I have I have such a fucking weird relationship with this movie, because I own it on three formats. I own it on VHS, DVD, and Blu-ray. So I have three copies of this fucking god-awful movie, and I've been watching it since, like, I was in elementary school. This is one of the first horror VHSs I ever bought. And ever since then, I've been trying to figure this movie out, and I've come to realize there's no figuring it out. It just makes no sense. Like, it's all over the fucking place. I feel like if you want to get really deep on this movie, Brett. If this movie doesn't
1: exist, me and you might not end up becoming as good friends as we do. Because early on when we met, this was one of our, like, once we found out we both kind of like this stuff. This was our first big, like, constant argument, I think, is Friday the 13th Part 8. So you should be thankful for this movie. We have a podcast.
0: Yeah, this fucking movie made Throbbing with Horror possible.
1: (laughs) Exactly. We'll do that. I like this.
0: But yeah, uh... From nineteen eighty nine, directed by Rob Hedden which I don't know what the fuck he was thinking. Well he didn't write it, did he? No, no let me see who the fuck wrote this. <laughs> no, he fucking did. Oh, okay. Did he produce did he produce? No, he didn't. Which uh, okay. Ed Wood's fucking a million times better than fucking Rob <laughs> Hedden. I even like uh a while ago I got the um Well, I've talked, like, a few podcasts ago. Well, many now, I think. I got that Screen Factory box set.
1: Yeah, it's beautiful.
0: And I watched, um... I think it was on that that I watched the documentary about Friday 8. Because I saw the director was on there, and I was like, I want him to explain himself. (laughs) And he even says in the goddamn documentary, we knew we were gonna get hate about this movie, and there's really no way that Crystal Lake connects to... Uh, the fucking ocean but we had to do it for the plot to work so we just kind of said it happened they're like we knew there was no fucking way <laughs> look but did they
1: really have to make it connect to the ocean jason isn't a mermaid he can get on the land you know like yeah, couldn't he yeah. like he i know he lives at crystal lake but couldn't he like chase two teenagers like to another body of water
0: Or even, like, there's a comic book, I think it's uh, Jason versus Leatherface, where they have it where uh, some land developer is, like, uh, tearing up Crystal Lake, and they, like, drain the lake, and Jason gets caught in, like, a dump truck or something, and then he comes back to life and jumps out of the dump truck, and gee, he just so happens to be in Texas? That's better than this.
1: I mean, you could have rode around the lake connecting to the ocean,
0: because we were there, me and you yeah. were at Crystal Lake, Greg, and I sent, we took a picture of the fucking quote-unquote river that connects to the ocean, that's what, 80-some miles to the ocean, and it's a fucking trickle.
1: Yeah, it is a trickle, that was the happiest day of my life.
0: Oh, that was the one of my favorite parts of that trip, was me pointing that out to you, and your undying laughter. I pulled just, the car like,
1: over, I pulled the car over because I was laughing too hard
0: yeah, because it was like, so that connects to the ocean. That makes a fucking Friday the 13th Part 8 happen. And you were like, yeah, you died for like a minute.
1: (laughs) So I got to ask you, like, when did you dislike this movie? The very first time you saw it as a kid or did it take you a while to not like it? Because there's some movies that I liked a lot as a kid, but now when I watch it, some hold up well. Like some just hold up because of nostalgia and some I'm like, what the fuck? So when did your dislike come in?
0: I remember buying this. I bought this on VHS as a kid with my allowance from Suncoast Video from the Mall. I'm dating myself here. And I remember every time I would put any of the other ones on, I had a great time, but this one, even from the like first couple times I watched it, always left me with a think of like I was thinking like, "What the fuck is what is this? Like what's going on? It's, it's, I was always excited for the title it's like, oh, fuck, Jason in New York City, there's a million people in New York City. He's going to kill a hundred people in this movie. But I always remember like, there was such a lead up where it's like over an hour before they even see New York City. Most of it's them on this boat. And a lot of it's weird dream sequences and... I don't know. Even when I was little, I remember watching this over and over again, but it was more me just trying to understand it and never understanding it. Even sitting here at 28, I've been watching this movie for over a decade. Oh God, over 20 years. I've been... Fuck. I said a decade. I've been watching this movie for fucking 20 years,
1: and I still
0: (laughs) have no idea. Like, it's so... I don't know. (laughs) No, I rented
1: I would rent horror movies all the time from the video store and I rented this one here's the thing about young Greg though I never watched a Friday the 13th in order ever I just pick and choose so I had varying levels of understanding what was going on now the beginning of this movie with Rennie the nice teacher the mean teacher who's also her guardian her not being allowed to go on the trip young me in my mind I'm like oh this is just from the previous movie that that's why I don't understand this family dynamic, I'm sure if I watched them in order, I would get it as an adult though, and having watched it in order many times, I have to say they just spring you halfway into a story that you know nothing about
0: and they and a lot of like every Five of the Thirteenth is almost like a standalone movie, basically other than I could guess you could technically say the Tommy Jarvis trilogy but This movie lays on so much more because a lot of the other movies are very simple. There are teenagers at Crystal Lake who are fucking and doing drugs, and Jason doesn't like that. This movie goes into so many weird dynamics, like you said, with this fucking family and teacher, and this is his uncle, and there's dream flashbacks, and like you have to know way too much and like care too much about these people for a Friday the 13th movie.
1: Oh yeah, but that was just a fun little tidbit of young me watching it. Uh, yeah. Do you want to get into it, because this is going to be a long one, I already know. Yeah. Okay, so, yep, Friday the 13th, Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. Um, we get this weird narration about New York City opening, and then this dirty New York montage for all the opening credits, and it's... They couldn't even get different actors, (laughs) and it's literally all the people that we see in the Jason scenes are all the people in this opening montage in the same locations, too. They didn't even shuffle them around a bit to make you not catch it so easily. It's literally, oh, there's the junkies in the alley that we will see them. There's the diner lady at the diner. There's all of it. There's the rat in the barrel that we will see at the barrel. I know this isn't a great movie, but I fucking love it. And I got to say, just during this opening montage, the lady at the diner filling up the guy's coffee or whatever, or it's a lady, I don't remember, but they keep pointing at the coffee for more, and finally she gives up on them. Is just lets me know right away how much I love it.
0: Well, it's almost like they set up, like, any time... It's like a montage of, like, this is where you're going to see Jason in New York City. Like, they already let you know... There's going to be very little of Jason actually in New York in this movie. It's almost like the end of Halloween um, where they show like, oh, this is all the locations that Michael was at. They do that at the beginning of this movie, but it's not done as well.
1: Yeah, fair point. Uh, Then we get the whole Jason's origin exposition that we get in every movie. And they all are very good at doing this, making sure you kind of know what's going on.
0: Yeah, this is where, yeah, there's, um... I don't even know anyone's name in this goddamn movie, even after watching it for 20 years. There's a guy and a girl on a yacht in Crystal Lake, and they're, like, making out and listening to, like, 80s hair metal shit, and then they start going... He starts going on and on about the legend of Jason and whatnot, and then ends up kind of fucking up his own. Like, he's trying to score, and he kind of fucks himself up because he then, like, pops out with a Jason mask on.
1: No, just a hockey mask. There's coincidentally, though, cut in the exact same place where Jason's was.
0: Yeah, it's almost like in Haddonfield, where they still sell the Michael Myers, William Shatner mask. I guess just there's gift shops around Crystal Lake now that sells hockey masks that look just like Jason's, with the fucking axe mark in it, perfectly. Because if you have to, uh, in the, at the end of Part 7... The carry ripoff breaks Jason's mask in half, and that's where you get the best Jason-like face reveal, I think, of the entire series.
1: Oh, it's not this one.
0: Oh no! Oh, well, you mean fucking Muppet <laughs> Jason who screams <laughs> the Muck Man? <laughs> no, he—he's a fucking Muppet-looking motherfucker.
1: <laughs> we'll get, we will get there, and I love it. I'm so tempted to make that the art for the. The picture for the episode, but I'm not going to. <laughs> oh,
0: There's, like, three good pictures in this entire movie. Like, there's one good scene and, like, three good shots.
1: Yeah. But anyway, the, the way they bring Jason back in this one, Brett, is perfect. Because they somehow ran a power line through the bottom of Crystal Lake. And they ran it right over the dead body that's down there.
0: Oh, yeah, because Jason's still just laying there. And like you said, now he's just laying on top of a power line. Yes. Under like under, a, I guess the dock from part seven is what it looks like. Yep. Yeah. They uh they drop the anchor and it like catches on the power line, which like makes it like shake back and forth, which Frankensteins him back to life, which has become canon since part six.
1: I do love like I know it's one in a billion chances, but I love how he just always gets electrocuted back to life.
0: Oh, yeah, the well, Tom McLaughlin, definitely, like, that's an amazing ad that he did to the series, where, like, once Jason becomes a zombie, he is almost, like, Frankenstein-esque, in a way.
1: Oh, very much so. But, yeah, we said about the whole boyfriend fake-out with the Jason mask, it's just a very coincidental hockey mask, but that then they're in the bed, and she hears a noise, and, you know, all that stuff. Jason's on the boat.
0: Yeah, well, now we get slimy, Jason, because we get, he, like, reaches up out of the lake and grabs the railing of the boat, and he's immediately oozing slime that he will not stop oozing for the entire movie. He never dries out.
1: Yeah, that's true, but then again, it's probably all algae and stuff, it's literally in the fabric, like, woven in the fabrics of his clothes, so it makes
0: sense. And this is probably, like... I'm just guessing here, but, like, ten years after the events of Part 7, at least, because, like, the camp is in disarray, Jason is, like, a myth once again, so you're thinking, like, there's probably a new generation of kids around that don't exactly know, I'm saying. You would think so, but
1: we have a very specific timestamp in this movie, where most of them, you kind of don't know what year it is. This is 1989, because Batman is being advertised in New York. Very true. So this fucks up the entire timeline.
0: Yeah, because so many of these movies, it's like, ten years will go by. And because, like, so-and-so's a child at the beginning of the movie, and then it's, like, ten years later at least, and they're, like, like in part seven. She's a child, and then comes back, and she's, like, at least 18. So it's, like, it's gone by ten years.
1: Yeah, I think if we actually did the timeline for however many years later and stuff... We'd end up somewhere around, like, 2002 here.
0: Yeah, I actually saw someone who did the math, like, for the Friday the 13th series of, like, at least what we know. And, yeah, they put Jason Jason Takes Manhattan around, like, the early 2000s, which is funny.
1: But, yeah, you're, look, if you follow that stuff, you're not gonna have a good time, not just with this movie, but with this franchise.
0: Which is un which is completely me because I pay way too much attention to fucking timelines and shit like that. Which is another reason like the Halloween series is just a giant headache. Because there's five timelines to keep track of. Oh, well, not anymore.
1: We had Halloween and Halloween twenty eighteen.
0: Well no, but then there's fucking the a timeline where lori dies then there's the timeline where lori lives then there's the rob zombie timeline then there's the 2018 timeline like <laughs> so i still am not entirely sure what this thing is
1: i put harpoon slash trident <laughs> he shoots the boyfriend with it and he misses i guess it's a spearfishing thing right would that be it
0: yeah, he shoots – yeah, it's like a spear fishing thing. He shoots at the girlfriend, and she runs away, and the boyfriend's just, like, sitting there, like, petrified. And at this – I've always been uh, – for, like, years and years, I was taking the scene wrong because I thought whenever Jason stabs the boyfriend with the harpoon gun and he, like, rips it out, I thought those, those things hanging off of the front of the gun was intestines.
1: I did too when I was a kid, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's just the rope thing or whatever that shoots yeah. the gun. But yeah, for years, I thought they were extremely shitty intestines they used for this movie. I'm like, those do not look like intestines. Most
1: people I talked to, I think, came to that same misconception, which was probably done on purpose.
0: They're, like, bloody, like, the tubes or whatever that are on the gun are all, like, covered in blood. So, it definitely leads you to that assumption.
1: This one, they were still, M- uh, is it the MPAA? Yeah, it does ratings. Yeah was still really coming down on Friday the 13th, which Part 7 is famous for having so many cuts done to it. But they still cut a lot from this one, too. And so it's almost like, hey, those aren't intestines. They're part of the gun. Some people might think it's intestines. Let's do that.
0: Oh, and so I almost think that this part, this uh, Part 8 is more edited down than even Part 7. Because you look how many times do you actually see blood in this movie, really, where even like later on when they slit the one guy's throat, he like his throat opens up, but there's no gush of blood. It's just like the skin peels away it looks like, or like how many shadow kills do we get in this movie? It looks like it I'm surprised it's not like p g like
1: yeah, they really were unfair to this franchise back in the day it's It's kind of upsetting looking back on it.
0: Yeah, part seven, I'm really upset about, like, how they cut it to death, and, like, that footage is lost forever now, like, they didn't save it, but part eight, at least, if even, even if we kept, like, the bad characters and the bad plot, and he doesn't go to New York until over an hour in, if it had good kills, I would probably like it more.
1: Oh, for sure. Um, by the way, we already had our first kill and first nudity. It's Friday the 13th. Here we go.
0: Barely a tiny little bit of nudity. It's like a little bit of side boob, and that's like all you get for this entire movie. No, it's not. What do we
1: get? The biology project girl later on.
0: She's not naked. When she gets killed, she is. No, but she's covering up with a towel. You don't see anything.
1: I beg, I think you saw something.
0: I don't know, because she's sitting there, (laughs) her biggest fear, Jason's after her, and she's about to get killed, she better be decent, cover up with a towel, honey, like, what the fuck?
1: I would, too, because I don't want to die naked, I'm the same way.
0: Uh, No, at that point, I'm being like, I'm a naked, hairy man, try to grab me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We are way off track, fuck. Um, Anyway, he finds the girl hiding in this compartment thing on top of the boat, and stabs her with the spear thing. She doesn't even try to move. She just screams and lets him stab her.
0: I even remember as a kid watching this, and I would every time, like, I'd be watching with my mom. And I'd be sitting there, like, at, like, seven or eight years old going, like, roll to the right or the left. Like, I mean, I
1: know you're going to die either way because you're not getting out of that. But, yeah, you could try, I guess.
0: But she's just so annoying. Also, she has, like, the highest-pitched scream of the entire franchise where she's like... "Mm But it's even, like, louder than that. It's like she's a singer.
1: (laughs) I appreciate, because I have headphones on that you didn't do it the full volume. Thank you.
0: Oh, no, that was me, like, trying my best.
1: (laughs) But, yeah, she's gone. And then we cut to this class boarding the ship for their senior trip. And the nice teacher, who's the lady teacher, brings our final girl, Rennie, uh, to the trip. And she gives her Stephen King's pen.
0: Yeah, Stephen King's pen from when he was in high school. That would be in a fucking museum. Or Stephen King would have that. Not just some random teacher in bumfuck New Jersey. You know, like... Well,
1: I'm sorry to tell you that pen's in the bottom of the ocean now.
0: Oh yeah, the pen is stuck in Jason's eye for a minute. Yeah, so Stephen King fought Jason in a way. Yeah, I did...
1: I know Stephen King likes Jason, like Friday the 13th, how he said he always wanted to write a novel, but... So it was cool to see, like, a little bit of payoff here.
0: Yeah, but poor Stephen King having to be in the, like, mentioned in the worst Friday the 13th movie of the entire series.
1: Well, this wasn't long removed from Maximum Overdrive, timeline-wise, so, look, times were rough all around.
0: Oh, yeah, this is, he, this is cokehead Stephen King. He doesn't give a shit.
1: (laughs) But, uh, they're boarding the ship. She gives her Stephen King's pen because she's a great writer, writer. You see to the side, the original boat floats near the dock there. And so now we meet Charles, who reminds me of Peter Cushing. Uh, do you know who that is?
0: Oh, Greg. Come on. Oh, I yeah, never I know not who Peter Cushing is.
1: Jeez, I didn't know. give I've me ever... a little
0: bit of credit. i just checking. I fucking <laughs> love Hammer Horror movies. I
1: was making sure. I know Sven gooley has been showing a lot of his stuff every now and then lately, if I turn it on. Oh, yeah. Um, at least a few months ago. But anyway, I thought this was Peter Cushing, but it is not. Um no. this guy's name is Charles. Apparently he's not the principal. He's just a really mean bossy teacher, and he did not want Rennie there, and he's her legal guardian for reasons we don't know.
0: No, isn't it like Rennie's uncle?
1: Yeah, something like that. But yeah. like they don't bother explaining for a long time, and when they do, it's really underwhelming, and I can't wait to get there. Um
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's this entire movie is underwhelming.
1: <laughs> Here we go, Brett. We get to the the captain is some, I guess, the assistant captain. Wait, would this be captain? Yeah, not pilot. That's a plane. Yes, captain. Um, he's an admiral, which I don't think cruise ships have admirals, but whatever.
0: He's a boat driver. <laughs> what did I say? The one episode and like you, uh, a boatman on. boatman. Yeah, well, that's where um Jason is. Jason's a boatman. He like yes. somehow uh, steered this um yacht down 80 miles of river like i remember when i was still working at my old job and when i was working 12 hours a day my boss came up to me the one day going what are you doing because i was on google maps seeing how far it was from camp Nobi bosco where the first friday the 13th was filmed to the ocean and i explained to him what was going on and this is the first boss i had the good one not the second shitty one So he actually like went along with it and me and him had like a discussion for a good little bit about Friday the 13th part eight and like, yeah, that doesn't seem really, how would that work going that far and whatnot? But yeah, I was getting paid to do research on this movie at one point.
1: Look, I'll give you that. I'm in agreement with the lake connecting to the ocean, but uh, I cannot
0: stop. He can smell
1: the horny. That's what it is.
0: I cannot stop thinking about, when I think about this movie, I immediately get mad that they think we're dumb enough to think that that's going to work.
1: But anyway, Brett, this is incredible because the one student on this trip is the admiral's son. And when the co-captain says, have you charted our course of departure or whatever, he said, I'd actually like to turn over command to my son. And
0: one, your son's on his high school trip. Let him hang out with his friends. Now he's got to steer the fucking boat the whole time. Yeah, now he has to, like, it would be like if my dad was still a fireman, and he's like, I'm not taking care of this fire, my son is! And I'm just like, (laughs) uh, spray it with water? Do we have an axe? What is the actual plan here? Because I'm assuming the dad's already been paid. So does he just collect the check
1: and not have to work, and force his child to drive all of his classmates having fun with, like, a dance floor and, like boxing and all this other crazy stuff while he
0: has to drive the fucking boat also like the son actually doesn't do too bad for like he knows the first few things to do and then dad's like aren't you forgetting something mister and he's just like uh <laughs> and then he blows the horn and he's like you need to send out the international maritime signal and you need to radio that we're on our way and then he reaches out again <laughs> and he's like, he's like son to be a be a boatman. Here the Rocky talkie. The face, if you've never seen this movie, he holds
1: out like the radio to the sun and just dead eyes stares at him with his arm outstretched. It's like Ray, not Skywalker, holding her lightsaber out to <laughs> Luke at the end of force awakens. It's that long of a gap in between. Yes. Finally, the son, whose name is Sean, our final boy, turns around and leaves, and his friend just kind of follows him.
0: He's like, oh, whatever, Dad, I'm going to go dance. And then his buddy sat there left with, like, the presents his dad tried to give him.
1: Yes. <laughs> By the way, this is, you get a quick shot of Jason swinging onto the boat. And I love that we have a Harbinger character, like the deckhand saying, this voyage is doomed. I always love these characters.
0: Yeah, we get a crazy Ralph, 80 miles away from Crystal Lake. How this guy knows... Like I've seen fan theories where this is actually like crazy Ralph's son.
1: I've seen those too.
0: Which makes more which is the only thing that would make sense because how would he know that far away that this is going on and Jason's a thing?
1: Also, this isn't a very busy dock by the looks of it, correct? I only saw one no. boat.
0: Also, how what do the you fuck not notice
1: Oh, yeah. It doesn't look like a cruise ship. It looks like a cargo ship, but yeah. it's...
0: Yeah, I was gonna, you know why? Because the fucking filmmakers are cheap, and they're like, oh, whatever, it's a boat. It'll work. Nah, it's a cruise ship. Ah, fuck you. <laughs> the Cash- windows are literally the... port windows. Yeah, and it has no railing. <laughs> But anyway, you
1: see Jason swing on. This is an empty, like, marina. There's nothing else there except for this cruise ship. And then the one fucking ghost ship floating in. You, no one notices
0: this? With the blood stain on a, like, windshield? It floats in perfectly to a dock. Like, it pulls yeah. up to a dock. Is J- Does Jason know how to drive a boat? But he was a child. It's not the Michael Myers syndrome where they've set up where, like, from the very first one, Michael Myers knew how to drive. It's not like Jason's been a boatman this entire series. This is the first time he's really been on on a boat. Like he stabbed through boats.
1: You know what I bet Jason did? What? I bet he sound raised the national merit international maritime signal to let other ships know he was on the way.
0: Oh, he definitely blew, blew that horn. He made his father pl- proud. <laughs>
1: yes. Um, but anyway, you see him swing up onto the ship. We get our Crazy Ralph ripoff. Um, and that's pretty much that. The, the, this voyage is doomed. Sean, Captain's son, final guy, gets Renny a necklace of the Statue huh. of Liberty. Jesus. Two things. Yeah. First thing he says to her, Brett, I thought you weren't coming.
0: Right. So
1: why does he have
0: her present? So does he have like a side chick that he's like, if Rennie didn't come, I was gonna give this to like J.J. or something.
1: And uh, look, Rennie di- Rennie seems like a smart kid. She's apparently gifted enough of a writer to get Stephen King's pen from a teacher who whatever. And <laughs> like, but she doesn't put this together. If I'm not coming, why did you get something for me? And it's a necklace of the Statue of Liberty. Where you are going? Wouldn't it make more sense just to get the necklace there?
0: Well, it looks like the necklace is the quality of you would buy it on the New York City streets from like a guy that just had him in his coat, you know. Yes. It's the cheapest, shittiest looking like Statue of Liberty necklace, and he's all like, "I got this for you," and she's like, "Oh my god, it's so pretty." I have no character development whatsoever. I'm just a girl.
1: She has a lot of character development. Uh, she sees. What? She sees young Jason and then she sees him again and then she remembers her childhood trauma.
0: Yeah, she gets pushed into a lake and she has uh flashbacks no,
1: no, We, we save the lake. We save the lake because I want to get there.
0: And she gets flashbacks of like Freddy like Nightmare and Elm Street ripoff off flashback.
1: Oh Shit. yeah, I don't I can't wait till we get there. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, next we're introduced to the metal girl and nerdy camera guy
0: which I got to say JJ is so like underused in this movie. I wish she lasted much longer because I love JJ. She's got a fucking awesome flying V. She's got an awesome leather jacket. I love her hair. Like I would, if I was the camera guy, I'd be like, fuck that blonde, like preppy girl. I'm going to hang out with JJ and like play guitar and like help her with her video. And maybe I can like, you know, date her at some point.
1: I don't know, Metal Girl's a little cheesy. And but she does have a magic amplifier.
0: Yeah, that's like this tiny little like 10 watt amplifier, but it sounds like concert like level.
1: And has a full other band's worth of instruments apparently preloaded onto it.
0: And a singer. Yeah. Like a singer as well, not even just like a drum machine or something that like to keep the beat. No. There's a singer, there's bass, there's drums. It's a full-on like late 80s like white snake video. Like, just with this 10-watt amp in her.
1: <laughs> yeah, because she mentions about, like, why are you going to see... Is her name Tamara, the blonde bitchy girl?
0: Uh, let me... I don't remember. I is think it is. Well, we'll go ahead. I don't know. Yeah, it is Tamara. Yes, Tamara. Okay.
1: Um, but he's He says something about, like, oh, you still follow on her. You know she doesn't give a shit about you. He goes, yeah, but she's sexy. And then she's like, yes, so is this? So, this is called a guitar and axe here. And she's like, so what? So is this guitar. Overly cheesy metal characters I love and hate.
0: Well, if also if you've never seen this movie, if you know what Johnny Ramone's hair look like looks like, imagine that but just a little bit longer. Because it's this weird, like kind of bowl cut, because it like hangs over her eyes and whatnot. Like
1: <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty accurate, honestly. And so she's out looking for cool places to play. She finds like the boiler room, which the whole ship looks like a boiler room, but then she's just shredding there with her tiny amp which again we've already discussed the magic amp and
0: wait does she even have a fucking amp yeah she does because okay it, okay yes, in yes a scene right. or two, you see her like turn it on oh quick. that's
1: right but yeah so she's shredding and jason is coming up behind her i love that jason almost can keep time and tempo for songs because he is stomping down the stairs almost in perfect rhythm with the music
0: Well, he's digging it. He's like, J.J. is like the only good character in this entire movie. I'm so sorry I have to kill you off like within five minutes of introducing your character. But I'm going to I really like your song, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's into it. But I love this. It's awesome because he uh, kills her by bludgeoning her with the guitar. Kind of off screen. You get the first person cam of him slinging it. But I do actually like the cheesy blood on the camera thing. I always kind of like that. If you're going to cut, if you're going to have to cut it, that's a cool way to do it.
0: Yeah, they did that cut well. If there was other really amazing kills in this movie, I wouldn't really like think of this one too much of being like, "Oh, this kill kind of sucks." But it's like every kill in this movie where it's like up against plexiglass and like Jason is, Jason is wielding a flying V guitar and is about to, uh, smash in. Please, please
1: tell me you love it. Because I love that image of him holding a flying V like a fucking bat and swinging for the fences. Oh,
0: that's the thing about this movie is there are seconds that I like the image of him with that, like over his shoulder about the swing is really cool. But as soon as he swings it and you just get like half a blood splatter and it cuts, I'm like, Oh, well that could have been, so, so much better.
1: Yeah, fair point. Um, here's our first, what we've talked about already. Already, Rennie has her first child Jason vision, and her dog runs away. So does the dog see it too?
0: Or is it, I don't know, like the dog senses something's wrong, or... Is this, now, what, this is when we should mention, is like it's child Jason swimming in the porthole, right? Yes.
1: Yeah. We should mention, she doesn't know about Jason, though, seemingly. She doesn't know who this boy is. She keeps saying,
0: so why is she constantly dreaming about him and having daydreams? It's fine. They do that on Elm street and don't try to be fucking a lesser series. You're the top dog. Be yourself. Don't try to be fucking Freddy Krueger at his worst. You know?
1: Yeah, I'm with you on it. I like Friday more. It makes me so They do explain that she had her to Jason as a kid.
0: Yeah, where yeah, the uncle, like, later on, was explaining it to, like, young her and whatnot, yeah.
1: Yes, but whatever. <laughs> and then Vision, Dog runs away, and then we cut to the boxing club that this ship has. Again, this ship is wild, and Julius, the one guy who has an awesome boxing scene with Jay- Jason later, is boxing a guy, and two girls, Biology Project girl and her friend, are watching from the above window and then they're about to do some cocaine and they're interrupted by Peter Cushing's doppelganger.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, they're about to do some top dollar toot. Is that what they call it? Yes. I think. you a Snapchat. On, <laughs> oh, as, right, and it happened. Yeah, it's um, so old timey. What do you got? Toot? Grass? Hooch? Yeah. You got some dope. It's like, yeah, the blonde cheerleader looking girl is like, because the, uh, smart girl like the dark haired girls like i don't want any of that and the blonde haired girls like come on this is some top dollar toot and every time i hear that i'm just shaking my head like jesus fucking (laughs) christ that's old. that's old for 1989 let alone (laughs) me watching this in 2021
1: also look it's the 80s it's slasher movies in the 80s i still gotta point it out her friend is asian-american do you know what she's concerned about
0: what
1: her scholarship she's like i can't because of my scholarship but not only her scholarship do you know what her scholarship is brett
0: Huh.
1: a science scholarship nondescript just science just not science. biology not chemistry not just science she she science. does it all and i'm like oh my god the 80s yeah, just like some general. things are good that you have changed yeah. yes asian american my science scholarship where i do all of the sciences
0: Right, yeah, I agree. Whereas <laughs>
1: <laughs> their top dollar, I can't even say it. Their top dollar toot is there yeah. by uh, Charles' teacher. Which I also uh, have
0: to say, like we've brought up Coke on the podcast before, and like I've said before, I'm very honest on here. I've never done Coke before, but it also I also know like the scales of drugs because I've seen so many fucking movies, like you to one of one scale of it is Scarface is like a 10 amount of cocaine. This is like a 0.5 amount of cocaine. Cause it looks like there's, it's like a dimes worth amount that they are going to split between the two of them.
1: Well, the top it's top dollar though. They don't need a full amount. It's a one hit wonder, like only a half nostril,
0: but there's no way that this like random, like high schooler got uncut <laughs> cocaine from Columbia. It's like, top dollar toot. Like, even when Johnny Depp and Blow would, got, like, he was like, holy shit, this is uncut. He made a huge deal about it, and that was about a real guy. This fucking cheerleader is not getting uncut cocaine.
1: <laughs> I mean, shouldn't shame them for not using a lot of drugs. <laughs> Their drug use is but too small.
0: <laughs> they're doing cocaine, which, uh, it's like, uh, from what I've heard, it does not last long. No, so they're going to be having a party for about half an hour.
1: <laughs> also, here's the deal. They're on their class trip, right? Yeah. I, they said, congratulations, graduates. So I'm assuming they all just graduated or are about to. I took it as they just graduated.
0: Yeah. If they're going on a cruise to New York City, you would think that these are like the top of the top students. You're graduated. You know, like, you're done and this is an extra.
1: Yes. So why is the teacher on their vacation checking homework?
0: Yeah, she still has a uh like a biology report or something to do on yes. the boat <laughs>
1: like, because yeah, like... are you young ladies using drugs? No, sir. I'll be by in fifteen minutes to see your biology report. It's something like that. Why are you checking homework on the boat? One, I get you're the boring drab stern character. No one is like this, though. No. Like, where you're just angry the entire time, like, checking papers on the vacation. No one is like this.
0: It reminds me of, like, a C-list Snape from, like, the Harry Potter series. Like, how Alan Rickman played Snape is, like, super drab, and he was just very, like, Potter, like, you need to get to class, and you need to read your books. But at least he had a little bit of character, where this guy is, like, a sealess Snape, where he's just like, ah, oh, where's your fucking report? Blah! blah that, that just, Rennie, you don't like water, leave the boat!
1: <laughs> also, we forgot, Rennie saw them right before the teacher saw them, so they think Rennie ratted them out.
0: Yeah, because, uh, yeah, Rennie goes running by looking for her dog, being a good person, because the dog ran away. Yes. And the cheerleader girl's like, you want to hit? And it's like, at first, I don't even think Rennie really saw it. Until she like made it aware, and then she's immediately like, "Huh, I bet she she's gonna ride us out because she's the goody goody, and I'm the cool kid."
1: Yeah, you didn't have to let her be aware, but whatever. Yeah. That's the movie. because
0: is- the girl beside you, who's your supposed friend, doesn't want any of your top dollar toot. I don't know if Ranny Ron- wants it to. <laughs>
1: Uh, where are we at? Oh, next to so the guy who lost the boxing match, Brett. He's in the sauna. I
0: have to say, I like this kill. Because they actually show it. Yeah, exactly. There's actually a kill here.
1: Yes. Um. Jason walks in. The guy in the sauna, though, has a towel over his face, and he's talking to him like he's joyous. He's like, oh, good fight, no hard feelings. One, why would Joyce have hard feelings? He knocked you out.
0: Well, no, I'm thinking he's letting Julius know, like, hey, man, there's no hard feelings between oh, us, like, okay. good gotcha. match, like, we're all good still, you know.
1: Yeah, it's Jason, and he just grabs one of the steaming coals and plunges it into the guy's chest, and it, it is really cool looking.
0: It's, a, it's like one of the only gory deaths in the entire movie.
1: Yeah, and... That's pretty much all that is, but yay. Um, Yeah, but you
0: actually get to see, like, the rock plunge into the guy's stomach.
1: It kind of looks like a volcano once the blood's there.
0: Yeah, and the guy starts screaming and writhing around. Like, it actually feels like it would hurt. It's not like an off-screen stab, you know.
1: Next, our coke girl Tamra just bumps Rennie on purpose off the boat, right when she's talking to the nice teacher one, but... You think she ran you out? Your plan is, okay, let's murder her.
0: Yeah, let's throw her off the cruise ship, which I'm guessing is in the middle of the ocean right now.
1: Yes, that that seems great. Yeah. But anyway, uh, she starts trying to swim up, but then child Jason grabs her and starts
0: pulling her down. Is this after or before the biology report?
1: This is before. Okay. But anyway, Sean jumps in, Captain Son, and saves her, pulls her out, and Tammy, it was an accident.
0: She's like, oh my god, TP! I don't know what happened while she twirls her hair, you know?
1: Yes. Not like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, even. But anyway, this is our biology project scene.
0: Okay. Peter Cushing rip-off goes being like, "Ah, where's your biology project? (coughs) I choked myself (laughs) up. (laughs) <laughs>
1: you, you don't have to go, go that committed on these characters, Brett.
0: But yeah, he's like, ah, where's your biology report?" And he breaks in. He's like, "Young lady, uh, uh, what are you doing?" Well, like she's in lingerie, and she set, set the, up
1: the scene. Set up the scene for the good people. <laughs> well, she has like a
0: vague uh painting of like the your like digestive system on herself like while she's wearing lingerie and he's like a oh, young lady what are you doing what are you doing step student like <laughs> <laughs> also and, she just pushes her luck because she hands him champagne when he walks yeah. in yeah she hands and she's he's like where'd you get this from and he's she's like i packed it just for us like what do you think of my report Wait, no, didn't she say she took it from, like, downstairs somewhere? No, he's like, I packed, she, I'm pretty sure she's like, I packed it especially for us. And she's like, oh, maybe. And he's like, that's it, little young lady, you're gonna stay on the boat. Where's your parents?
1: Also, her biology project is pretty terrible. The only organs labeled are the heart and the stomach.
0: And you get some vague intestines. Yeah, and then, uh, this entire time, nerdy videotape guy is videotaping it for her. I'm guessing, like, thinking I'm going to be able to hook up with her after this.
1: Well, I think she had him do it, because then she, like, jumps on the teacher, like, and he, he, like, goes on the bed, but he legit isn't trying to get with the student. He pretty, well, but just seeing that clip in the video would look pretty compromising. Oh, yeah. So basically, they blackmail him into passing her, but he tells Nerdy Boy, and you can forget about any kind of film school and Storm's Off.
0: Well, they're trying to cancel him before cancel culture was a thing.
1: (laughs) oh yeah peter cushing ripoff canceled trending on twitter and
0: you know what i agree even though he was very like i don't want to touch you and stay away from me he's such a terrible character he should be put in jail for life
1: oh yes just for being a dick yeah wayne shoots a shot right here and is rejected obviously
0: yeah where he's like i did this favor for you so now we have sex right I'm the nerdy guy with a button-up shirt that's really ugly, and my hair's weird, and I have, like, big horn-rimmed glasses, and you're the cheerleader, so...
1: Nerdy camera guy? Also canceled.
0: Yeah, we 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 fuck now.
1: Yep, not how it works, bud. No, that's not
0: how it's gonna go. No, (laughs) yeah, yeah, you should have stuck with JJ. JJ seemed a little bit into you.
1: Yep. I do like that it's funny that he is such, like the nerd back then but by today's standards he is dressed like perfectly cool and in the style and everything which decades yeah he's definitely a hipster today yeah he's like the popular kid if this he walked into a today movie set exactly like this he would be cast as the popular kid
0: oh yeah he's the mac daddy he's like cheerleader come here and he whistles like the fawns and then
1: (laughs) pretty soon after this Um, coke slash biology project girl slash tamra hears a noise outside her room she opens the door and sees jason right out there kind of not staring in the room but almost there and i won't lie she at this moment is the most reasonable person in almost any of these movies because she quietly just shuts the door and backs away
0: she doesn't start screaming and start going, oh my god, oh my god, help me! I'm in the bathroom hiding, don't find me. No,
1: she, she, just... she doesn't she doesn't like clumsily slam and, go, ah! and knock over like a glass vase that's always no. right
0: there somehow. Yeah, for one moment she was kinda smart.
1: Yeah. But Jason still just punches right through the door and gets through and everything. Uh she gets slammed into the mirror. And I gotta say, She's acting too well here because I'm not supposed to actually feel bad for any humans in these movies. She's acting too well to where I feel like actually bad for the person for a second.
0: Well, it's another syndrome, though, of she's just sitting in the corner waiting to die. It's like, move. In this one's defense,
1: she did just have her head slammed into the mirror. She might not be all there.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. Well, she was there enough to know how to cover up herself.
1: Oh, that's true. That's base instinct. Like I said, no one wants to die naked.
0: Oh my god, my boobs are out. I better, like, cover them with a towel before I get brutally murdered by this slimy person.
1: (laughs) I lock the door when I poop when I'm home alone because I don't want to die in a situation like this.
0: Oh, we, uh, me and Liz had a close call last night where I was in bed and Liz was still up playing video games and it was like three in the morning. Someone went banging on our door and, like, trying to get inside the house, like, trying the knob and whatnot. And Liz had to come and get me, being like, hey, someone's trying to get in the house. So I had to grab my machete, which is about my <laughs> – that's, like, my house protection. And I went running downstairs and opened the door up a little bit. I was like, hey, get out of here. And then I went outside, and I didn't see anyone. But, yeah, if you were – uh in my neighborhood at like 3 a.m. last night, you would have seen me running around in a bathrobe carrying a machete.
1: (laughs) I wish you would have got a picture of it, though. That's all I'm asking. That would have been hilarious. Make that your new profile picture and everything. Oh, yeah. But, yes, she's killed with a mirror shard. And, of course, it's a boat in a horror movie. There's a storm blowing in.
0: Yeah, it's like the perfect storm immediately.
1: Also, uh, so here's where Jason kills um, the Admiral and the Assistant Captain. But what is this thing that he slices the admiral's throat
0: with? Because it looks a lot like a machete. Well, it's like a machete, like type boat knife thing. It looks like it's like has like a curved blade. But this is the scene I was talking about when they slit his throat, and the captain's throat goes back, and you see it open up, but there is zero amount of blood.
1: Oh, I know. You're
0: right. No blood. This is this is a PG movie. I don't know why it's R.
1: There is blood in this movie, just not there for some, some
0: reason. Some, but you see blood later. You know, it's never like, oh my god, that's awesome gore. It's always like, this looks like it would be on like, the Nickelodeon, like, it's like Nick Teen is showing Jason. This Lee. is not a Nick
1: Teen movie.
0: Halloween Town is more scary than this. I've only watched it once, I wasn't a big fan. Halloween but uh, maybe Town? it's because
1: I wasn't, a... how old was I?
0: No, Halloween Town?
1: Yeah, Halloween yeah. Town. Yeah.
0: The the cabbie like the skeleton cabbie like when he goes bad like halfway through the movie for that little bit is scarier than this this entire movie like I
1: don't know the heroin punks are scary
0: yeah but that's not Jason you said the movie yeah but I mean okay so the uh-huh. skeleton cabbie versus Jason in part eight was well, Jason ever honestly been scary to you though? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely been times where he's, like, stalking people, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, that's uh, I guess intimidating. so, yeah. I'm, the, I'm not really intimidated by him in this movie.
1: We gotta get moving. Holy shit, I just saw where we are on time. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap, it's gonna be a three-hour episode. Yeah.
0: But, anyway, he gets the machete, and he doesn't keep it. Jason loves
1: his machete-type objects. Why didn't he keep this thing?
0: Yeah, even in Jason X, in the future, he finds a machete-like object, <laughs>
1: It's okay, guys. He just wanted his machete back. Yeah. Sean finds his dead dad. They get on the radio and call for help. And Jason not only knows how to drive a boat, knows how to jam boats communications.
0: Well, he just pulls the wires like he always does at the camp.
1: <laughs> oh, that's true. They do have precedent for that. That's okay. Fair point. Yeah. Um, The deckhand says they're all going to die. Tells them it's Jason and Peter Cushing. Not really Peter Cushing. Thinks it's the deckhand obviously
0: yeah because he's like hey, he's going on and on about jason i need to be in charge you student drive this boat right now i do question our new captain sean's methods
1: here now granted i'm not a boatman a boatman sean, <laughs> sean says to drop the anchor right and goes to do it but the mead teacher stops her but why would you drop
0: the anchor yeah, well, like, that almost kind of makes sense of, like, you wouldn't do that in the middle of a storm. You would more than likely, like, ride the storm out.
1: I I literally have nothing to go on here, people. So if you are a boatman and are listening to us and furious at your whatever you're listening to, let us know. But I wouldn't think you would. Maybe that's just me not being a boatman. Who knows?
0: Well, no, because you would think that would make you just tethered to that one spot. Exactly. And waves crashing over you, you know...
1: Yeah, maybe I just watch like, too much Pirates of the Caribbean where they're riding, like, full ships around whirlpools and stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. normal.
0: You <laughs> know, <you> know, <laughs> <Anchor>. <laughs> it's Jason driving, like, the uh, Black Pearl. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's our final girl,
1: like, swinging away.
0: You may remember this as the day you
1: almost caught Captain whatever final girl in whatever movie is. Captain
0: Final Girl.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> as Jason goes down, like, cursing. Arrgh. You know what? They should have just made this a straight up boat movie.
0: Yeah. If this like, if you didn't need, and you
1: know what? You could have had the New York thing and it would have made sense because like the boat just comes close to New York, but never make that like the promise of it.
0: No, it's like Jason on the ocean. Like yeah. that, that'd be the thing of like, yeah, you're gonna see Jason on a cruise ship. You would have me still, and they just happen to end up in New York City. That's a bonus. Don't feel yeah. it as Jason takes Manhattan And then show 10 minutes of Manhattan, film the rest of it in Vancouver.
1: (laughs) You know what? I've been to New York City, Brett. I think I took more of New York than Jason did.
0: You saw how close I got to New York City when we went on that uh, uh, View Askew trip up to Germany. And I saw the outline of New York City. I got closer to fucking New York City than fucking Jason did. (laughs) No,
1: he gets there. Let's give him credit. He gets there for one minute. Point.
0: but i was probably closer to it longer than he was <laughs>
1: <laughs> true um but so the mean teacher stops her from dropping the anchor i don't understand this dynamic at all so i'm just kind of blowing through it yeah and Tamer's friend finds her body she sees jason and everybody run to the dance floor to the dance floor and she goes there and here's where we get teleporting jason or she's just so dizzy I don't know but she's spinning in the dance floor sees him spins more like he's going to disappear lands on him again what is her plan here
0: yeah i don't yeah just run into the middle of this room that's extremely brightly lit and just wait to get killed
1: yeah and then you think if you spin around he's going to leave i don't know but um he gets her and i do love right when he kills her the music stops
0: also, a little behind the scenes of this is I actually enjoy this kill a lot because I know, like, I've heard Kane Hodder talk about it. And Kane Hodder was talking to that actress who played Tamara.
1: Oh, uh, no, her friend. I don't remember her friend. Okay. Okay,
0: uh, played the friend who gets killed on the dance floor. And Kane Hodder's like, to do the scene right, you're going to have to go completely limp and let me throw you. And from what he was saying, even though she's like, you know, she's a small woman and whatnot and it doesn't look like it looks like she could break pretty easily she's like okay i'm into it so kane hodder literally just throws the actress to the floor and he's like i was really impressed with her because she just went for it
1: she does drop like a sack of potatoes so
0: oh yeah it's dead weight on like a hard floor
1: (laughs) yeah she doesn't care about concussions at all she'll let her head bounce
0: well i mean it's friday the 13th part eight maybe it wasn't worth it
1: uh, I still would've and you know you would've too.
0: Yeah.
1: It could be like a dog shit of a Jason movie and we'd both be stoked. Oh, it's true. So the remaining teens arm themselves and they're but then let's split up gang because reasons. Um Wayne, our nerdy camera guy, is down in the boiler room area, but he loses his glasses due to loose fucking OSHA violation, like crazy steam that's just blowing at the walkway.
0: Yeah, we're back in the Freddy Krueger, like, boiler room. (laughs) Yeah, like, what the f- What is this steam? Why is this outlet right here? And why is it right at eye level on the walkway?
1: Yeah, like, pointed right where it will get you. But anyway, he loses his glasses. And then he sees a figure come at him. And so he shoots the figure, but it's the deckhand. No, it's a different deckhand, not the scary one.
0: Yeah, it's just some, it's like random guy, is what I remember it as. It's just like, oh, that's not Jason, you know.
1: Yeah, he kills him, and then he sees real Jason, and he runs, he trips over the guitar, sees his dead friend, and then he's electrocuted, and he's electrocuted in the perfect Friday the 13th fashion- Where you're thrown onto something electrical and your whole body convulses, slightly catches on fire, your hand twitches.
0: Yeah, and then he catches the entire boat on fire. Yes, he's very flammable, this boy. Yeah, he was drinking uh, kerosene all night long. And Jason, being the responsible man he
1: is, turns on the fire alarm.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, he's very uh, uh, fire safe, he's like everyone off the boat. Yes, come on now. We can resume this on the shore. Jason's even annoyed. He's like, at some fucking point in this movie, we need to get off this goddamn boat. I'm burning it down.
1: Jason's like, look, I just came on here to kill them. Then I started talking about New York. I've never been to New York City. This sounds fun. What the? We're taking too long. New
0: York City?
1: (laughs) Anyway, so the fire alarm goes... Uh, mean teacher still hunting for this deckhand um, oh. he finds them with an axe like oh. in his back
0: but That's I not... have to, I'm trying not to like talk about every scene in such great detail because we're already at almost an hour but this one really always stood out in my mind as well where like the asshole teacher is like stalking his way through the um, kitchen looking for the deckhand with like I think a flare gun and you, they linger on this knife hanging there for so long that you're like, I get it. There's a knife there. And then they cut away from it and follow the teacher around like the center thing. And they come back through the kitchen. And oh my god, look, the knife's gone. Let's hold on this shot for 10 extra seconds to make sure you see that the fucking knife is gone.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm embarrassed to admit? What? I never noticed that until this time. I've seen really? this movie so many times.
0: And <laughs> because i was
1: watching it for the podcast. I'm usually just on. But yeah. like, like, oh, okay.
0: Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, the, this is like huge setup to where like, there's a knife. Now there's not a knife. And it just so happens that the deckhand ends up having the knife. But like you said, two seconds later, he falls over with like a knife in his back or an axe. Yeah, knife. Yep. Yeah. Well, no, it, it is an axe, I think, right? I think so.
1: But anyway, Um, and also, that's going on, and Jason sees another teen and chases him up a ladder, and then magically appears right behind him and throws him off onto a bunch of antennas and stuff, kills him.
0: Which, that's actually a pretty cool shot of the guy, like, impaled on the antennas.
1: Oh, yeah, and like, hanging over and everything.
0: It, that, that's a cool one second of this movie. Jason
1: also finds Julius, our boxer guy, and just throws him off the ship.
0: Yeah, which... I If that was counted as a kill, I would have to be like, that's one of the weakest Jason kills in the entire series. It's like, you threw him into water. That does not kill someone, Jason. Look at in yourself.
1: <laughs> in the ocean, it's pretty much a death sentence uh, with nothing to float no, on. No.
0: Look at Quint from, the, from Jaws. He survived shark-infested waters. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. Quint? In the USS Indianapolis when he told us this. Oh, oh, okay. Quint? I thought you meant in Jaws. I'm like...
1: Brett, I, I don't mean to break the scene. Quint dies Quint, in Jaws.
0: Well, Quint's still alive. <laughs>
1: he's and alive to he's me, Quint. damn it. Where <laughs> would
0: I do when I fair Spanish lady? lady?
1: <laughs> um, Rennie has another vision, but then vision turns real because real Jason punches through the window, and she saves herself by Stagman the Eye with Stephen King's pen. Thanks, Stephen King.
0: Yeah, dude, you wrote some like weird short story. You did your first bump of coke off that pen, so <laughs> it's really important to history. Hell
1: yeah. Um, the ship is sinking, so the our remaining survivors, the two t- teachers, Rennie, Sean, and the dog, they're all left, um, and they get on the lifeboat, and they're going away. Julius is still alive, they get him on the boat. And then they row to New York.
0: Yeah, this is we get a rowing sequence for a little while while the bad like asshole teacher keeps giving shit to uh, Sean. Who it's like the entire. I remember even watching this as a kid, being like, "You're the adult. Why are you putting Sean in charge?"
1: Uh, because he because the captain appointed him.
0: Because the captain like held a microphone out to him distressingly, like
1: yes. Exactly. That means you're in charge now. You have more authority than the adults.
0: Yeah, but the yeah. Now finally we get through the rowing scene that seemed to also take. That scene could
1: have been cut completely. I oh, will yeah, say well, that, like that scene served fall. no purpose. Yeah, they could have cut it.
0: And then we get New York, New York. If you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. It's up to you, New. York! Now! York! Finally there! And I took a picture when I was watching. I watched my uh, very first copy that I bought on VHS of this movie. And I time stamped it when we finally see New York City. We're an hour and seven minutes into this hour and a half movie.
1: Holy shit, we are an hour and two minutes into this episode. Now that's not counting any of my cuts, people. So if you're like, what the fuck, Greg? Like cause sometimes I pause and shit. Well, we're almost the exact length of this movie so far. <laughs> yeah.
0: So we yeah, we're keeping time with it.
1: But yeah, they're at New York and one, they pull into like a pier, and mean teacher is like, excellent what do you say, excellent docking spot, Sean or something. I'm being sarcastic,
0: he saved your life, dude. Yeah, he got you to shore. Like If you think you can do better, get on the boat and go.
1: (laughs) And then they all get up and start walking in. And, of course, Jason's right there. He pulls himself up. And one of my favorite shots in the movie, Brett, is Jason seeing the fucking billboard. I love this shot.
0: I don't get it because, like, the later comedy scene where he lifts up his mask I think is funny. This one I've always been like, I get it. It's a hockey mask. Why are you trying to inject humor into a Friday the Thirteenth movie? But not even like okay, there's always been humor in Friday the Thirteenth. Why are you trying to make? I Jason don't take this as
1: humorous. Humor is not Freddy I Cooper. don't think
0: that's what this is.
1: I don't because Jason still. I love Jason. He's a sweet, sweet boy, but he's stupid. Let's be real. No,
0: no Jason's he, no.
1: Jason's a Greg. sweet boy. I love him. He's not the brightest bulb.
0: He's smart. Look at what he's accomplished. How many murders has he gotten away with? His killing scores are top notch. Every other subject,
1: they're not so great.
0: No, no, he's a great, he's a great uh, camper.
1: I'm, go- I'm still, go- I don't think he's that bright. I, I love him. He's my favorite no. slasher, but still,
0: he's brighter than Leatherface. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but <at least.
1: laughs> same deal with Leatherface. Sweet boy, <laughs> not smart, nice kid, um, but. I take it yeah. as he's never seen a <laughs> hockey mask except for his own mask before. So this is his Tarzan, right. why didn't you tell me there were others like me, like, moment. Like, he's going to find his tribe. Like, picture if he didn't pursue these people and he went to the first hockey rank he found. And he thinks he found family.
0: Oh, that's one of my favorite memes. Is like, it's like Friday the 13th part, like, 21. It's like, Jason kills a goalie. And then the goal like the hockey team adopts him as their goaltender because he's really good. But then they have to keep covering up his oh, murders. That would be
1: awesome. Terrible if they did it for real, but that'd be a fun fan film.
0: It'd be fun. It'd be better than this movie. No,
1: this movie is a masterpiece, and you know it.
0: Anything. Would be you know this, than is this is a movie.
1: masterpiece. But anyway, we get the billboard scene that I love. Survivors all get mugged fucking instantly. Welcome to New York. And <laughs> the junkies take yeah. Rennie and it's like, if you follow us, we shoot her. And Charles goes, let's split up. <laughs> <Right then. laughs> what the fuck, Charles?
0: Yeah, they're Scooby in the gang.
1: Yes. Um, they force her to take heroin. Yeah. Don't they think you'll have more fun if you're stoned or something?
0: Yeah, she, he's like, yeah, it would be more fun if you're stoned. Which, number one, like cocaine, I've never done heroin before. But it's a drug, which costs yeah, money. Me neither. Yes.
1: Well, not much. That's why it's such an epidemic, is it doesn't cost much.
0: Well, these are street people also, though, you gotta think about. They're not gonna waste heroin on some random person. That's a hit one of them could have had. So why are they just random? It's like uh, when you're in elementary school, and they're like, people are gonna give away drugs to you, stay away from them. And then you become an adult and be like, no one ever gives away drugs for free. <laughs> But yes,
1: they inject her. One, she needs to get to a hospital now, because that was not a clean needle. Um, oh no. But, da-da-da-da, but, our hero, Jason Voorhees, shows up and saves the day. He kills the would-be rapist with the needle, and then just kills the other by bashing his head into the pipe, and Renny, yeah, rightfully so, runs away.
0: It's an extremely weak kill, that he just gets his head, like, bonked into a pipe that spews steam, and I guess he's dead now.
1: It is a weak kill, but I I say not the weakest in this movie, which is still coming up. No.
0: Also, we have to remember now for the rest of the movie, Rennie is high on heroin.
1: Well, it seems to not last long for her because she...
0: It's it's the first time she's ever done it. Like you would think this is going to be the longest it's ever lasted, unless yeah, she's a super a... junkie and she yeah. got shot up and she's just like, oh my god, thank you for the free hit.
1: Yeah, she doesn't have to get Narcan or anything. She doesn't pass out.
0: She she's like sitting there. She's like a RD Lang in two thousand eight on a, a comedy like trip, and he's like, "Oh fuck, I can't find heroin," and someone just randomly shot him up, and he's like, "Oh thanks, man, now I can do the show." <laughs> Shit.
1: Um, Jason finds Julius, and he follows him onto the roof, and we have the boxing match. Kill. Look, this is awesome. I don't care anybody i'll defend this scene to death this rules and is even cooler once i watch that um what's that friday 13th documentary where they talk about everything
0: oh crystal lake memories
1: yeah where he all not the headshots but all those body shots where he's back adjacent up to the ledge pretty much Kane haunter's actually taking all
0: those yeah which is impressive like because i watched that like six hour documentary as well and like it's really good and the fact, this is one of my favorite kills of the entire movie for that reason. And it's also, it's almost like Jason's like, okay, let's see what you got. And he lets him, like, beat on him for a while until he runs out of steam and Julius is like, all right, take your best shot. Oh, yeah. And then Jason punches his head off into a dumpster.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's wild. And, you know, he never breaks Jason's stance either. He's like... The arms out, like, shoulder broad thing the entire time.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's that intimidating Jason stance the entire time. And, like, in the the actor who played Julius, he's like, my knuckles were actually bloody at the end of that scene.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he also kept the head.
0: Oh, which I would, too. That would be, like, on my mantelpiece. That would be, like, front and center, like, whatever that space in my house was. Yeah. Because it actually is a cool head when we see it later.
1: Oh, yeah, it is pretty neat. He gets his head punched off into a dumpster. I love it. Um, Sean finds Rennie. She tells him Jason's there. They reunite with the adults. They find police. They get in a car. Joyce's head is in the front of the car. Jason's very but, smart. Yeah, they,
0: they find a Cana- uh, Canadian policeman. They cough like, oh, hey, like, oh, uh, you I, you have a pretty unbelievable unbelievable story, but you seem like nice people, so... I'll grab a jelly and uh, take down the reward, eh?
1: Yeah, and they get it, and bam, Joy's head right there. He takes the cop out and strangles him and kills him in the back alley, off screen. Fuck you, MPAA.
0: Yeah, then Rennie jumps in. And Rennie, still high on heroin, still jumps into the front seat and takes control of the cop car and starts driving. Immediately has in a hallucination of boy Jason. And this is like the third incantation of Jason as a boy we've seen that looks completely different.
1: Oh, yeah. It's like he's growing up with each vision.
0: Well, he has like less and less hair. His face looks different. Like, uh, so her bright idea is like, okay, I have this car. We could drive in any direction, but let's hit my like this tiny little boy that's been haunting me. So she crashes it into a wall. She hits
1: real Jason first.
0: Yeah, she hits real Jason. Then she sees flashback Jason. And... Which kills her teacher that gave her the Stephen King pin. Yeah.
1: It, it's just like an afterthought. They all get out of the car. And then the one turns around like, Mrs. Whatever. And then boom, explosion. Yeah. And then this is something I've been meaning to get to this whole fucking episode. Rennie remembers her swimming lessons. A.K.A. when she was a kid... Her uncle would take her out on the boat on Crystal Lake, and you told me last summer you'd learn how to swim, and the summer before that, he really wants her to swim for some reason. She's afraid of water, kind of, and so he just picks her up, throws her in the lake, which, don't get me wrong, is really terrible. It's really bad. It's not cool. It's kind of evil, but look... I'm not going to stress the evil they make it out to be. Well, you know, it is. I'm sure it's traumatizing. But still, he throws it and is like, you better swim or Jason's going to get you. And then she says she saw Jason in the water, whatever. But anyway, then like she comes back to from her memory vision and she remembers all of it. And she's like, you threw me in the water. I saw him in there. And here's the thing. Sean is here for this, right? Yes. She, All he knows, because he's not in her vision, is she kind of spaces out for a second, like, We were there! You threw me in! He was in the water! That's all he hears.
0: Oh yeah, the, the, um, the other characters in this movie, other than, like, Rennie, and now, like, asshole, like, Uncle Teacher... Is like, what the fuck's going on? Like and she's also, remember, still on fucking heroin. Exactly.
1: Why he doesn't think this is some fever heroin dream, I don't know. But he looks at the teacher, he's like, How could you, or you asshole, or something like that? Doesn't he punch him out?
0: He pushes him into like New York City trash. <laughs> but he still has
1: no idea why he's really mad at him.
0: No, well this that character is also the guy who plays Sean, Scott Reeves, was a replaced another character. I mean, fuck. Another person who was playing that same character.
1: The other person was not good. I saw the cut.
0: Yeah, the director for some reason was like, you know what? The performance that this guy is putting on is better than this one. Like, this other person is. Which, how god-awful must that other person have been? Because if I did not have Letterboxd open in front of me, I would not remember his name. Even now, we're watching this movie for 20 fucking years.
1: (laughs) i only do because i write it down for some reason i remember Rennie. i think because it's a weird name
0: yeah and they keep shouting it over and over again yeah
1: um so they ditch charles jason wakes up and charles runs into an abandoned building and jason teleports to the top again not shown but he must and throws charles out the window
0: yeah which finally we get the death of charles which could not come any sooner Like, yeah, he gets thrown out the window, then he gets drowned in, like, one of the worst-looking, like, toxic barrel, like, it's, like, just filled with sludge, you know? It
1: came from Tromaville, and...
0: Oh, 100%, yeah, this is the uh, Tromaville, like, what turned Melvin into the Toxic Avenger? This is one of those barrels as well, so...
1: Yeah, he just dunks him in it and kills Charles that way, which is disgusting and a fitting way to go.
0: Yeah, thank God he's dead. Like, I hated him.
1: And then we get the conversation that's the most batshit bonkers next. Because Rennie's talking to Sean, and she says, Everyone I care about, I lose. And Sean says the most ridiculous fucking thing in the world back, Brett. What? He says... That's not gonna happen this time. Motherfucker, your whole class just died. Her adoptive uncle just died. Her one teacher who cared and tried to act as a parental figure just died. I hate to tell you, it already has happened this time.
0: Yeah, it many many times over the last hour and a half. It is
1: currently happening.
0: Yeah, you're still being stalked by Jason.
1: I oh. Whatever. They think he's dead though right now, don't they? Oh no, they think that he's just gone. Because they kiss, and their kiss is interrupted by Jason. And this is where we get the subway chase. And basically they pull an emergency stop, they get Jason out of the subway, they throw him onto the tracks and electrocute him. They are stupid enough to think this works.
0: Which, did you see the Jason Lives graffiti on the side of the wall? I did
1: see the Jason Lives graffiti.
0: That's a, a, that's one I saw like many years into it. I started looking, like, after watching it so many times, you start looking in the background, and I saw that. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, because it could mean anything, so it's cool to see something like that. So they come out of the subway, and they're right in Times Square. And this is the one, like, area that actually is New York. Oh, my God.
0: They finally got to New York City, Greg. I like it. Actual New York City, not Vancouver, New York City.
1: Because they're just in awe, like look at all the lights and it's, it's really sweet and nice. And they're walking like one, they're way too chill for just everyone they know just being killed. But anyway, they're happy.
0: Yeah. It's really weird how all of a sudden they're like, wow, like New York city is so glamorous. Like I'm taken away by this. And, but it's still like, not even like the New York city that is today. Like, did you see, like, there's only like a few billboards like today. It's, like, billboards and neon lights, like, every square inch. There, it's still, like, 80s New York, where there's, like, a few billboards and a couple things, but...
1: No, I think there was, but they didn't want any of their competitors featured, so I think they cut a lot of things. Yeah.
0: It's, like, you can see a porn theater that, like, Dwayne, or whatever, from a Basket Case is walking into. yeah. Like...
1: And then, but they turn around and they see Jason's there, of course. And they start running, Jason's following Here's where we get the whole uh, punks scene with the mask and all that. One, why do these punks just have a fucking, like,
0: medieval mace? Yeah, well, it's, yeah, they have, like, weird, they all have, like, a weapon for their, like, own character. Also, these punks are listening to, like, really weird hip-hop. That's like, Living in the city is my when living in the city has been a no big deal.
1: I can actually buy this though, one hundred percent. It's not like the punks, the surf Nazi punks listening to Aerosmith, Run DMC, right? Because hip hop and punk honestly have always kind of gone hand in hand. So this didn't bother me in the slightest. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense, honestly.
0: Well, also, the, like, I watching the behind the scenes thing, Kane Hodder, which I think this is one of the first times we brought up Kane Hodder in the entire episode.
1: Yeah, I had a big one. I was about to here in a minute, but go on.
0: Yeah, he was saying, like, how awesome it was to be in Times Square with, like, everyone roped off, like, on the sidewalks, like, watching them film this. Where he would, like, look at them real quick and whatnot to scare them, and he would get, like, reactions and cheers. Like, you can see a little bit of the crowd during this shot.
1: That is really neat. Like, I bet that was a cool moment for Kane and the whole cast, to be honest.
0: Which, it's so weird, because my favorite guy that played Jason is in my least favorite Friday the thirteenth. Like Yeah, it is odd. Poor Kane Hodder to have to be in this movie.
1: But when I think of Jason, I think of Jason's mannerisms, the never blinking, the like that deep shoulder breathing and everything. It's all Kane Hodder. Yeah. You know?
0: Oh yeah. What he brought to the character was amazing. Yeah.
1: But so he's chasing them through Times Square. Uh he kicks over the boom box. the punks go, he just lifts up his mask and they run away. I should hate it, but I love it.
0: Yeah, I that's another it's like I like it but it's also like why are you trying to make Jason funny? Jason's never been funny before in any of the other movies. Now why is he doing like little head tilts that are like quirky and like scaring away punks with like, "Oh, look at my face. You know, I look like a muppet."
1: It's almost the 90s. Like, we got to freshen this up somehow. It just wasn't yeah. exactly the best move. Um, so, um, then they run into a diner, like, a mass maniacs trying to kill us. Welcome to New York. N- n- no New Yorkers are actually like this. And I hate that that's a trope no. in movies. I remember in Ninja Turtles 2, like, there's these two mutant monsters, like, just destroying the city, knocking down phone poles and everything. Like, and this old guy talked to a LA, lady, like, they're destroying the city. What do we do? Make them get their own cab. Like, New Yorkers have seen so much, nothing phases them
0: no one is they're like, like this. who cares yes. like yeah they, they're not like that
1: <laughs> but anyway jason kicks down the door to the diner and comes in and this big burly chef goes to fight him you know who this is brett
0: yes this is ken kerzinger who played jason and freddie versus jason
1: which this is awesome because the odds of this are just wild um so it's, jason yeah. versus jason fight before the other one was jason so it's really it's cool. really
0: interesting and I've—it's really weird because, like, Freddy versus Jason, I do not agree with the recasting of Kane Hodder with Ken Curzinger because he—the Jason and Freddy versus Jason always reminded me of Frankenstein, way more than any of the other movies. You know, like.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, he's a big monster.
0: And nothing against like Ken Curzinger—he loves the character and like watching the documentaries and stuff like he was really excited to do it and he does a good job for what he had to work with so i'm not taking anything if i if i got to meet him at a con i would be excited because he played jason and he is a fan but i just hate that he had to replace kane hotter for what should have been kane hotter versus robert england
1: yeah and you know it's not his fault like it no one's gonna be like hey do you want to be jason no one's going to say no, but it sucks in right. the studio without Kane, but I get it, but, I mean, I get it. Yeah, I don't get it, but I've accepted it. Right. But yeah, so, Ken's death is actually what I consider the worst death where he's just thrown into a mirror.
0: Yeah, which would not, unless he's thrown with, like, an extreme force and his neck snaps, it's like... I don't get where that would kill him.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't wasn't gonna count it as a kill, but I've seen everything. It counts as a kill. so I'm like, okay, I, I will. Yeah,
0: that's a kill in this movie. Like, that's what I'm saying. This is PG Friday the Thirteenth.
1: Yeah, of course. After the diner, they go into the back alley at Ollie into the back alley and make their way down into the sewers, and they find a worker. But to- he tells them toxic waste is about to be released. It does every night, in about an a- like ten minutes from now. Okay, makes no sense, but all right.
0: Every night at midnight New york city's uh sewer system floods with toxic waste. yeah, that's a thing, I guess for reasons because plot yes, and right then
1: Jason shows up, he kills the worker with a pipe wrench. This was a shadow kill It was actually a cool one because we had the blood splatter with it. I was okay with this one.
0: Yeah, that's actually a cool looking kill.
1: Yeah, like I said, sometimes the shadow kills are real cool. I, you know what? I think that's what it is for me because every example I want to kill list has that blood splatter against the wall with it. it that goes from being lame yeah. to awesome when you just have that paintbrush of blood flung at a wall.
0: Uh, because sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. If every kill you do is that, there are, most of them are gonna suck. You're gonna get a couple cool ones because it's like lit or shot cool. Yeah, but. Other than that. And then
1: he's about to kill Sean, but Rennie distracts him. He follows her, and she just finds a random barrel of toxic waste. Not the flood, just a barrel. And she takes the lid off. One, I'm assuming that's going to burn your eyes and burn out your lungs and oh, everything yeah. right away, but whatever. And she just dumps it on him, and his mask comes off. I write, mask off, bad makeup.
0: Yeah, he te- well, Jason tears his own mask off. While fucking Jason is screaming, Jason does not speak. He does not make sounds.
1: This movie and the one that would follow it were really bad with trying to make Jason make sounds.
0: Yeah, where he's like, <laughs> it, Like, it's really weird. Like
1: I gotta say this, though. Like, joking aside, I don't like the sound. But if Jason is going to make noise very rarely like this, I'll actually take this over the grunting because it takes me back to the whole, like, Jason's still, like, almost a kid at mind type thing. Right. Like, and I know his voice would still be different, but it almost fits with that. So I don't hate it as much as him just randomly grunting.
0: Yeah, because, yeah, the Jason goes to hell grunting is just pretty bad. But it's a tie for me between, like, jason screaming in the sewer and the grunting at the uh beginning of jason goes to hell which it's like jason does not make noise he also looks terrible like his face looks like a mask of a Muppet
1: with really big buck teeth like really large teeth for some reason
0: yeah and like the eyes are weird like he looks so good in part seven and then to go from the drastic of like that to this is just Oh,
1: seven's great, like where his spine and ribs are exposed and everything.
0: Yeah, it's so good.
1: Yeah, but anyway, so that happens and then our toxic waste comes through and yeah, so it's all released. Um, Rennie and Sean are climbing a ladder as this is going on. They still have to be getting splashed with a like crazy to stuff that's enough to like revert a man back to a child form, but whatever. <laughs> and he's pulled yeah. into the waste wave pool that's going on. And he turns back into a child.
0: Well, uh, well at first, like, uh, so, like, Rennie and whatever the Sean are on the ladder. And Jason jumps up at them. And it looks like there's baloney falling off his face. Like, the sp- effects are so bad.
1: Oh, yeah. It's, it is terrible. And I don't know why he loses his jacket and his pants and everything when he turns into a child.
0: No, yeah, he's, like, a naked boy.
1: <laughs> well, he has underwear on. Yeah. So, apparently, Jason has very clean underwear, very gross outerwear.
0: Well, his skin is disgusting. His underwear is immaculate.
1: Yes. And so, that's the end of Jason in this movie. You see the mask floating away in the toxic stuff. Uh, there are two survivors go back up, and the dog finds them. I'm not even mad about it, because I'm always happy about a dog happy ending. Yes. Cheesy music and credits. And that, my friends, was Friday the 13th, Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan.
0: I have to say, not the worst ending, unfortunately, of a Friday the 13th movie.
1: Let's be honest, Friday does not know how to end fucking movies.
0: I think part seven is a lot worse. Where, with the dad, with like just a little bit of mud on his face, like, grabs Jason and pulls him under. Yeah. Like, it's so unsatisfying and weird, and it seems to come out of nowhere.
1: It very much comes out of nowhere. We'll do seven one day, that'll be fun.
0: Oh, yeah. Or, like, part three, where I forget who the final girl on that is, but, like, she kind of gets away, but then, like, she got, she, like, gets pulled under by, like, Mrs. Voorhees, but the lake looks terrible, like, oh, that's another bad one. Oh, it looks like they one.
1: dug it in a backyard and filled all the water.
0: Oh, yeah, when my back, when it rains a lot and my backyard floods, it looked kind of like that, yeah. you know, basically.
1: I gotta say, all my joking <laughs> aside, I fucking love this movie. I've watched this probably more than any other Friday the 13th and I know it's bad, but it's not even like, Oh, it's so bad. It's fun for me. It's not even that it's fun for me in spite of the bad. So maybe that makes it worse, but I don't know. I really like this movie.
0: I see. It's not even like so bad. It's good for me. It's so bad that it's just bad Yeah, where it's like, I would want, I'd like how many, uh, over the last couple months, how many Snapchats of me watching Slumber Party Massacre 2 have I sent you? Because I'll randomly see it on television and need to watch it. Like A lot. But, it's like um, once a week.
1: What is it? The Firestick TV channel will play that a good bit lately, I've seen.
0: Yeah, Fire Stick does that and Comet TV yeah. that I get on my antenna. Yeah. does like late at night. They play Slumber Party Massacre 2 like once a week. Yeah. And I'm always like, oh, awesome. Like, I want to watch this. When I had to watch this for the fucking podcast, I had to, like, force myself to set and stop wandering around my room. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this, I don't know how. I can't, like, I was so happy. I, how many Snapchats I sent you? I was watching it. I'm like, oh, the biology report. Oh, the mask. Oh, the, I was oh, so excited yeah. about everything. Ugh. All right. So okay. do you want to get into the end of the episode stuff?
0: Yeah, thank God. Okay,
1: so the Throbbing Horror Count of the Dead, I tally up all the deaths in the movie. We add them to the deaths count of all the movies we lost, watched so far to get a nice big number. Last week, we did Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. It left us at 457 deaths. Brett, where do you think we are with Jason Takes Manhattan?
0: Uh, one Count of the Dead, uh-uh. Two Count <laughs> of the Dead, uh Whatever. Fucking fuck this movie. Was there, like, three actual good deaths? I didn't say good deaths. I just said deaths. Yeah, I know. I'm going to say 15.
1: Oh, you missed it. It's, It's a nice even number like that, though. It's 20. Oh, wow. On the dot, yep.
0: Yeah, but... There's only, like like I said, there's only a couple of those that are memorable whatsoever.
1: And I, by the way, I should say, I didn't count all the kids that randomly drown on the boat that we never see. I did not do that.
0: Oh, yeah, where they randomly write off half the students by, like, the teachers, like, oh, my God, we have to get all the uh, students I left at the dance floor. And someone's like, there's no dance floor left. okay cool so there goes 10 people you know like yeah it brought us to a nice 477 we're almost at
1: 500 kills through this whole thing
0: also we haven't mentioned it yet either but this is coming out on the friday the 13th we did. We so mentioned it at the, friday the 13th, everyone
1: we did oh we did yeah right, let's, okay let's walk that back let's pretend we didn't happy friday the 13th
0: yeah I forgot if we did, but honestly, I don't know, because a
1: little inside baseball for you guys. We had to stop the episode for like a half hour, so I don't honestly don't remember the beginning of the episode, so.
0: Me neither. <laughs> All right. So every week, uh, Greg does his uh, Count of the Dead. Uh, Is that uh, it? Uh, yes. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh. Um And I do my rating system but I don't like to do stars because a Joe Bob does stars and I respect him too much to do that. It's and Cisco Liebert did stars every once in a while and they can go fuck themselves. Cause they didn't like Friday the 13th part four. I could imagine what they said about this fucking movie. Well, they're
1: still not even allowed to say anything bad about this one. They didn't earn that right.
0: No. So I like to do something from the movie one through 10 and I don't come up and for that thing until right now. Cause I like to improv for some reason. Um, I'm trying to think of something from this movie. I could even pick like what's even memorable from this movie.
1: Oh, there's a lot.
0: Uh, like, I don't know. Heroin shots. Um, Jason boats. Uh, there, somehow there's he's boats. There's
1: harpoons. There's biology projects. There's heroin shots. There's boxing gloves. You get there's sauna rocks. There's guitars. Mm. There's camcorders. Everything, Brett.
0: Yeah, I. I mean, I guess I'll go with guitars because I really like the character of JJ. Still good flying these. Yeah, I, she should have stuck around much longer than she did because I really liked her. She was a cool character. So, yes, yeah, let's go with Flying V guitars. Okay. So, one Flying V guitar is, like, this is, like, it's broken. Like, it doesn't work. It got smashed. It wasn't even good before it got smashed. But, like, you don't even want to use it as, like, firewood. You just kind of kick it in the corner. Uh, ten Flying V guitars is, like, Jesus. Like, who, was there anyone who played, like, a Flying V guitar that was, like, a really big guitarist? Didn't, like, Eddie Van Halen do one every once in a while? or?
1: Oh, not that I know of. I mean, lots of people played Flying Vs. I think Hetfield does.
0: Oh, there you go. Well, that's, like, the top-of-the-line, like, heavy metal, like, uh, Flying V guitar. Now I'm thinking about it. I don't whatever. think
1: Hetfield does. I don't know.
0: Anyway, people do. But Super Metal. Yes. I'm giving this, like, three. Three! Three out of ten. Three! Yeah, it I have such a bad time watching this movie every time and I leave watching it like every time I finish watching it I'm mad. I'm like, that's what you gave us. That's the f- last official Friday the 13th movie. The rest of them are not called that other than that remake. Man, I I'm, I'm so
1: upset, Brett, because I thought this was going to go into the throbbing with horror hall of fame.
0: Oh, did you really think that, Greg?
1: Yes, I did. And no, I did not actually give it a 10. I wanted to say that so that way my next <laughs> one didn't bother you as bad, even though I'm upset with this three you've given out. But hey, you had to deal oh, with... Yeah. What did I give? I think I gave Phantasm a three and a half, so now we're even...
0: Uh, uh, to put that in context, Verotica is twice as good as this movie.
1: No, it is not. Oh my God, no. But anyway, I gave it an 8.5 Flying Vs. Oh, Jesus. I think it's... I can't you know. say enough about this movie.
0: I don't know what you like about it. All of it. I don't get it whatsoever. <laughs> I hate this movie. It's the, it's like the shit stain of the Friday the Thirteenth series. No, that's a, just... that's a
1: new beginning. That movie can go fuck no. itself.
0: Oh, no! New Beginning is at least entertaining.
1: No, it's not. The only yes, entertaining is. part is the you candy got, bar kill. That's it.
0: You got Edith and Junior. They're funny. No, they're not. You got not. the enchiladas.
1: No, nothing's fun about that movie except for the Tommy candy Tommy
0: Jarvis bar. is in that fucking movie.
1: Yeah, that's not. Uh, nope. Not enough. Yeah. Well, anyway, should we tell them what's next week?
0: Yeah, what is next week, Greg?
1: By the way, we are on the road to episode 50. We're getting pretty close. This is 46 right here next week yeah i mean yeah we're even
0: coming up on a year here it's funny
1: because actually episode 50 will mark our year because we missed two weeks oh nice so it all kind of evens out pretty nice there well
0: only two weeks out of a year yeah that's not bad
1: i was pretty proud of ourselves once i realized that look at us go
0: Yeah, look at us.
1: Yeah, pat myself on the back right here. I do you, but you're a few towns away. Good
0: job, Dimension Z. Yes.
1: Uh, Next week, we are doing Pet Cemetery.
0: Oh, nice. Yes. The original. I'm excited for this. Yeah, the original one from the 80s. The good one.
1: I haven't seen the new one yet. Like I said, I have it. I plan to watch it. I just haven't yet. But I just finished the book, so this is
0: good timing, too. I went to I went to the theaters to see the new one and left very disappointed. <laughs> oh, don't tell me because I will watch it. But I'm sorry. Like yeah, well, look at this. No, story. I didn't mean don't tell me it was this bad. Story. I just
1: meant don't tell me why yet.
0: Oh right, but yeah, I'm also uh, interested to think what you like to hear what you say about it um, after reading the book. You know.
1: Yeah, that's why I thought it would be fun. Um, but yeah, that'll be a good time to so make sure you guys check that out, or if you want, watch the movie beforehand. And that's all that I got.
0: Yeah, I mean, thank fucking God we're done with Friday the 13th Part 8. Like, we've been talking about it for almost a year on this goddamn podcast. I'm tired of this movie. Like, we're done with it. Even though I know we're still going to bring it up.
1: I know, that's like the things we argue about all the time. I almost just want to get them all out of the way. Like, be done.
0: Yeah. And when are we doing Predator?
1: No, it's not for a while yet
0: damn it so that's that's going to continue yes
1: well uh make sure you guys follow us on all the socials you know the drill uh if you want you can listen to me on geek pause if you listen to a good friend rob on a- audio anxiety radio show and that's it
0: yeah like i I think i mentioned last episode but that show like turned me on to ice nine kills and i've been like listening to them on, on and off and whatnot so it's been cool.
1: Yeah, you can find some good new music you don't know on there.
0: But yeah, um, yeah, next week we have Pet Cemetery. Thank God we're done with Friday the Thirteenth part. Hate <laughs> hey, Jason takes Vancouver or a boat, but he definitely doesn't take Manhattan. Um, and we'll see you next week. And we hope we've left your brain throbbing with horror.